0: But here's the thing. So people pay for access to calls with their credits. They don't pay for their consumption.
1: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting, like Eric Wan, eighteen months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is one hundred percent over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for two point six billion dollars. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Saul Fleischman. He started Tag back in the day. It's hashtags from text and from images. And is building the first such tool that rides in any social media marketer's workflow by browser extension and mobile app. WriteKit now provides everything needed to grow an organic, unpaid social audience and soft sell to them as you do it. Saul, you ready to take us to the top?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having All
1: me. All right. So the website is writekit.com. R-I-T-E. What's the company do and what's the revenue model?
0: So, so it, we started with one tool, right tag. Uh, it grew really big. It was hashtag help, mostly by browser extension. Mobile apps came later. It got really big, and people said, mm, "I want this, but I don't want to pay for that. I want to pay for something else for social media publishing." So we did something that no one on the team had experience with, which was breaking one tool into four, and then building those out further. So right tag uh, is what people know the, the most, uh, but then there's also rightly right forge, right boost. And the essence of it is just automating the nuisance tasks, things you would do any anyway with images and tagging influencers, uh, things like this, auto hashtagging. We invented that. Things like that it does for you to save you time. Um,
1: put this on a timeline. Put this on a timeline yeah. for me. When did you write the first line of code for Right Tag?
0: I'm not a coder. I'm actually the only guy on the team who is not. Um, well,
1: you know what but, I mean. When did the company yeah, write? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry.
0: Um, was eight and a half, and a half years, years ago. ago.
1: Okay, so you sort of officially launched in 2012. The ver- January 2012. Yes. Okay, very cool. And and you said you said RightTag got really big. I mean, can you quantify that for me in terms of whatever you want to whatever you want to use?
0: It's somewhere between I've been checked recently, but 20-25 million who have familiarity with write Tag, and then a tiny speck of them have completed registrations, but that tiny speck is 431,000.
1: What do you mean when you say twenty one twenty five million have familiarity? what like what what does that mean?
0: They visited the site at least once or they've seen one of our advertisements.
1: I see. okay. but but of those, you've converted four hundred and thirty thousand into an actual email signup. Yes, That's a big list.
0: There's a lot of them opt out. <laughs> we don't write them all. Um, okay.
1: So help me understand how you've been, you know, getting impressions to a website and getting signups is one thing. Convincing the signups to pay you is another. So what were you oh, selling back? at? it sounds like it's different now, but what were you selling back at RightTag? Yeah, yeah. So
0: for a very long time, you could define Tag as a browser extension. Yes, there was the site, you'd sign up, set a thing, couple things up. But, you're, but after that, you didn't come back to the site because you were doing your social in sprout or buffer hootsuite TweetDeck, hubspot something from salesforce that's where you did it because you're a professional and you use the best tools and then when you needed hashtags for either an image or text you'd right click on something and you'd get your solution copy paste um and conversion extremely tough I put it to you this way. If I was addressing 10,000 people in a room and said, how many people have something, some browser extension for which you could define the product's value proposition as being delivered by the extension? I won't ask you which ones, right? Uh, Adblock would be an example, though. All the hands go up, right? I say, okay, now, now keep your hands up if you're paying for it. So we, we all use browser extensions, but we think of them as free, and this one won't be.
1: Well, so that's so, what I'm trying so. to get at, right, is I'm actually looking at the right, kit, the right tag Chrome extension now on mm-hmm. the web store, north of 20,000 users, 60, is that not right? Yeah. Why are you shaking your head? Yes. It is. is, Oh, that is correct. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Tag on, on Chrome extension, you've got 68 reviews, over 20,000 users. This is the tool that you started with back in 2012. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. And so when you say you got too big and split it off, what I'm, what I'm actually hearing you say is you couldn't convince these sign up, these people who signed up to start paying you. And then you, it sounds like you said, we're going to get into other lines of business, more specific tools.
0: No, what, what we did was with right tag, we would have tiers, So, Uh, with the higher tiers, you would get this and that more stuff. But then we, what we kept hearing from people is I want the capacity of this higher tier pro or agency. So there was light pro and agency. But if you're paying $59 a month, uh, they would say, well, I want this and that, but I don't want to pay you for social media publishing. That was a big one, right? And this thing about like auto-generating posts, ooh, that's a new habit. I've never done that before. Um, uh, so I want to pay for what I want, but not that. And that's when we realized, break it up, and then we can offer just right tag, just the hashtag help for a spec of the money. So right tag, the price for even light, the lowest tier, went from 108 to 120 to 144 um uh and then it went to
1: 144 a month
0: no a year okay it was just, just hashtag help but but like for light the lowest tier went from 108 to 120 to 144 and then we added the solution for images especially powerful for instagram and Surprise, surprise! People care about that more, and we lowered the price, so it went from 144 to 49 a year. So and so then um, things took off a bit more, and gave us the ability to develop out other tools.
1: So write forge, write boost, write.ly CTA on links, and then write tag. Which of these would you define as your most successful product?
0: There's a new thing. It's just two months ago. It's a thing we actually interacted on. You noticed something on me in a, in a forum, and it was about the package. And with the package, we bring it back together, and you get a discount deal that it's about forty-five percent off when you get all four tools. And now this is doing the best for maybe five years running. It was Right Tag that was the biggest seller. Um, And now it's switched to package. Um, It's actually a wild time for us because now the API is our main revenue source. How does that work? It's monetized. It's you take you're you're familiar with APIs, right? Of course. So, So, yeah, so. Yeah, let's say you've got a medical analytics dashboard or a cryptocurrencies dashboard, or it's a banking app. Either way, you have people signing up for your thing with um, a company domain. Now in their user profile, they could have something there where you've got a little blue guy and you could drag in the company logo. Wouldn't it be nice if the logo just appears? And then, but how, is that, like how
1: it, is that different than like a cl- the Clearbit logo API?
0: Because ours doesn't require attribution. Um, okay. Clearbit is a competitor um, for our company logo thing. Uh, ours gets the logo, gives it on a transparent background so it looks good anywhere. We have more. We update. We're, uh, you send a request and we don't have your logo. We have a problem. We go looking for it. Um, the machine looks for it. And then there's a transparent background. And the really big thing is if you're Citibank, you don't want to give attribution everywhere that you use a logo to clear bit.
1: Sure. So, that's yeah. a, okay, okay. so the way the exactly way the mask. way I found you, though, uh, was on Indie Hackers um and you have a lot of products under your name and the one that caught my eye was the right kit package which you posted an update in march of 2020 and said you had a 3x customer conversion goal reached and you put the revenue up as about 2600 per month so this right now is your now most successful sort of bundle product
0: yeah it's looking that way it's been like two months
1: that there's no, let incredible. me just say, there's no other individual product that's making you more than $2,600 per month.
0: The API is. The, lot, API. Yeah, the API. The API, okay. Much.
1: The logo images API you have on product hunt, says, you ha- it says, it's the, it says, it's a zero in revenue. So you just haven't updated that.
0: Um, I don't share the revenue for that. And that's one. So that's, we have 19 solutions. There's 19 endpoints. It's like having 19 businesses.
1: Why do you so do, they that? do
0: they do radically different things? They serve different markets. I gave you an example of why someone would want company logo, either from Clearbit or us or other solutions that are out there, like what the, what that does, but how about generating images? So that's serving a totally different market. So we, we get to serve totally different types of customers, learn about them, Find out what what else we can do for them. Uh, and then as we get better at building these things, building future ones becomes easier.
1: But isn't building the easy part? Isn't distribution way more difficult? There's 100 Canvas out there, but Canva dominated distribution, and now they're a billion-dollar company.
0: I, I really revere Canva for the experience when you first try it. Um, uh, distribution, yes, I would agree is really tough, uh, especially with us. We're 100%, self-funded, 100% always.
1: And how many uh, of you are there full-time? Five. Five. And it looks like, cause the Chrome extension says been, it was public. 30.
0: We've been actually as high as 30. A lot of the time we've been in the teens or, or around 20 right now it's, it's, um, five.
1: But you, and how many engineers Four. Okay, so and, and I can t- from the Chrome extension publishing location because Google requires you to do this. It says the Czech Republic essentially. So do yes, you have an outsourced team of? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Do you have an outsourced team of four engineers, and that's where they are? No.
0: No, we don't outsource. We've never outsourced anything. Why is These the location
1: on out- the Chrome plugin published in, in Czech then?
0: Because our office is in Prague. Our bank is in Prague. And we operate under the umbrella of main top businesses, SRO, a Czech corporation.
1: Okay. So is there a strategy there or what's the thinking there? No, No, what it is, is these things
0: start as projects. You know, you and I intermingle with the indie hackers people. Something starts as a project. You don't know it's going to become a product. And from that, a company will, you know, be built. So it started this way and we needed accounting we oh, needed. were you
1: living in Prague?
0: No, but our our CTO Michal Hudicek.
1: Okay, that's uh, what I was trying to get to. Yeah, so, yeah. so your CTO, and where so are you, where are you living
0: now? I'm in Osaka, Japan.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, got it. So distributed team. Your CTO is based was based in Prague. Is he still there? Still there. Yeah. Uh, I so see we have so. an
0: office. We have an office that we can't. We legally can't go to because of Czech Republic and Corona. Um. So. Uh, but, yeah, but these guys, they're not, we've never outsourced. It's something I don't believe in.
1: Um, um, actually, so, so, I mean, how do you think about your month? You have 19 projects. I can barely focus on getting one thing right.
0: It's not projects. So the 19, they are endpoints, they're working. So if you, if you, first of all, we have a demo dashboard. You can play with this yourself. You don't need to be a um an engineer it just it's just try it see what it does uh don't you know what open it in incognito mode it'll work for you anyway (laughs) you don't have to read the documentation study anything be a coder you try it so you're the um the uh, business or marketing guy at a company you find this you see what it would do for your thing you put your engineers onto it They're the ones that get the developer token, uh, read the documentation. But if you start out with, say, tier two of our API, this is $330 a month. Yeah.
1: But you do it a smart way, though. You bill based off sort of credits, which are tied to, I believe, the number of image searches a company might do per month. Is that accurate?
0: No, no. It's a matter of we need to price different
1: endpoints
0: differently. What does that mean, though?
1: What does endpoint mean? A
0: solution. Yeah, but
1: trying to find that to someone listening right now that doesn't know your product. Oh,
0: sure. So it's um, taking text, making an image from it. That's like one action. So this is with image generation.
1: Okay. And then give me another example.
0: Uh, Company logo. So company logo, it's whenever there's a domain and you have... You'll do complex things with filtering. So if that domain is Gmail, you're not gonna try to get a, a logo for that or hotmail or something. But after that, then you're gonna get um uh, logo, that's an action. That action costs two credits.
1: I see, I see. Okay. So how so the right question I should be asking is across your 19 endpoints, how many actions are you performing every month? Is it I mean it could be in the millions, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's Um, I don't have right in front of me, it's probably, um, in the tens of millions.
1: Yeah. And then that, that is then how you grow the business because pricing is directly correlated to number of actions per month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just for perspective, our most well-known product is right tag. Um, and if you're paying for that, it's only yearly, but if you look at it, you know, you know, we can talk MRR. Of course, right? And uh, monthly recurring revenue for anyone who didn't um, know that. Uh, right. If you look at it on a, on a monthly basis, it's $4.08. You're paying for our API. The lowest tier you can pay for is $49 a month. So 12 times. On the other hand, customer service is almost nothing with the API,
1: so, so, I mean, if you're processing 10, so you think it's 10 million actions per month or tens of like tens of millions, 10, like 40, It's 10. but less than, but less than a hundred million. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So somewhere between 10 million and a hundred million actions per month across your 19 different endpoints, which are essentially all your different products um, that, you, that you've built. No,
0: they're not different. So there are a lot of things that we use. We don't use all of them, but there are things that we use, but they're not. Um, identical to our products. they're not they're not got
1: it. um representation. You, you, you have built nineteen tools to help your business run. When people choose to use you on an on a credit basis, you on the back end are using some form combination of those nineteen internal tools you've built. Some of those tools show themselves in your products. Some of them don't. Correct. yeah,
0: got it. So some so some, some of them some we, we don't even, don't even use yet, yet, but we market them. Uh, some of them were planning to use when time permits. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason I'm doing this math is because your most expensive plan is tier three, 1.5 million credits, right? Or we defined as actions earlier per month. All endpoints are in- included. And that costs $600 per month, right? For 1.5 million actions. Is that right?
0: Yes. And I can tell you right now, we don't have a single customer on that.
1: Yeah, but what I could do then is, is take 1.5 million, divide it into a minimum of 10 million actions you just said you're doing per month. You're doing north of $6,000 per month right now in revenue.
0: I don't, I don't reveal um, what we're doing in revenue. No, just I'm, just,
1: I'm multiplying off your pricing page, which is public.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, you can make assumptions, but then no, 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 it's not an
1: assumption. It's not an assumption. I'm reading 1.5 million tier three, $600 per month. And you just said north of 10 million actions per month.
0: But here's the thing. So people pay for access to calls with their credits. They don't pay for their consumption. So for, so you'll notice in, in, uh, pricing for the API, it says a hundred credits free on the free tier. There's a free tier. Okay, so let's say you've got something small and you're going to need 70, 80 credits a month. This is really, really small, ridiculously small. But you know what? You pay for um, tier zero, which gives you, I think it's 50,000 credits. Um, and why would you do such a thing? You would do such a thing even though you don't even think you're going to use a 100 because you don't ever want to be stymied. You don't ever want to send a request and not get um, what you want. So people, companies, pay for a tier of the API for access to calls. Doesn't mean they're consuming them all.
1: Yeah, so what Um, you're arguing is people are potentially paying for more than what they're actually actually getting for fear of they don't want to run into a limit.
0: Yeah, yeah, some of them, they might be using 38,000 of their 50,000 calls for that tier. But... Um, others are playing it safe. They don't want to get called in the middle of the night. Um, they don't want to get called when the, Hey, something's broken in the site. What's broken is they were stingy. And instead of paying 150, they paid 49. Um, and they just went a little bit over that limit, um, for a few days.
1: I see. So what you're arguing is, Hey, Nathan, Yeah, I understand the math you're doing, but we could be doing way more than $6,000 per month because people will pay for more than the number of actions we're actually completing. Always. I see, I see, interesting. Okay, very cool. So you've done any plans to raise capital or you want to stay bootstrapped? Uh,
0: No interest in raising, no. Um, I love that.
1: Did you have a horror story there or something? You said that very quickly. No, no. it's something something
0: that our CTO, Michal, and I have studied. He has worked with funded startups. I call them externally funded startups and we both have read venture deals both sides of the table and such so we understand about it but we also understand about control it's about more than just money it's about control and it's about getting in bed with people who have control over uh, first look at opportunities to flip your baby Um, and these are people that might be invested in well, it's not usually people. It's a fund that's invested in several hundred projects. But for you, it's what you do seven days a week. In my case, I work so I no complaints, but I work seven days a week. Um, and this is all I do. I'm not also a, cri- a crypto enthusiast um, or own a, a hoverboard. Um, you know, this is what I do. Did
1: you in your CTO at the beginning decide to just cut it right down the middle 50 50? No, no. Oh God, no. Um,
0: we made plenty of, of similar mistakes where we, we were like, because remember I what the thing that I said about these things start as projects, Nathan, they don't, we don't know that it's going to become the kind of uh, company that's going to last for decades, hundred years or something. You don't know that in the beginning. So we did, um, like splitting equity, something I wouldn't do now, something I would handle that totally different Fortunately, it worked out. So, what do you mean? So, do
1: you own the majority of the company or not?
0: uh, It is owned by three of us. I don't discuss how much is owned by each person, but the original three that started um, Right Tag are are the owners. But there have been a couple times when there was someone we wanted to take take on that um, wanted equity in their package and then we looked at hey us three guys um are going to have to throw something into what we should have started with it's called equity pool but (laughs) we didn't know these things
1: um so why didn't why didn't you do it i'm i'm
0: I'm old i'm supposed to be
1: knowledgeable but i so what what happened though is the third person that had equity at the beginning is he or she no longer with the business
0: no no so the three that started we still have it but i'm just saying there were two people that um, we went down the, the the path of discussing with them. We wanted to to hire them. Um, they were really mission critical type people. Did you? Uh, we didn't in either Why? case. They had other offers. They um, one is teaching data science at Colorado School of Mines right now. Um, uh, another is at Google. Um, OK, but
1: sorry. So, so what does that have to do with the conversation about equity?
0: So I'm saying that we went down the path of, oh, no, we've allocated 100 percent of equity. What happens if we wanted to take on funding or what happens if we wanted to hire someone and well, give simple? Them you it? three
1: agree to set up an o- a 10 percent option pool and you each get 10 percent dilution. Yeah, we would
0: we would basically throw back some of our equity.
1: But you were saying this like it was an issue, but it, but it's not it, it shouldn't it, be an it, issue.
0: No, it, it hasn't. Like we just agreed to do that. And then it wound, it wound up not necessary, not being something that we needed to do.
1: I see. I see. OK, well, look, uh, we're out of time before we wrap up with the famous five. I mean, what do you think takes you from where you are today to hitting, you know, like a million dollar, two million dollar run rate? How are you going to drive growth?
0: Uh, probably a lot more that has to be added to the package. Uh, and then a couple API uh, solutions that get modified. They could be stronger than they are now. <laughs> okay,
1: and so you're you're less than two million in an ARR today.
0: I don't assess that.
1: Okay, well, I just asked what what do you have to do to get to that, and your answer was we've got to add a lot more to the packages and do more.
0: It's early in the morning. I miss the the sleight of hand with the words, but I don't I don't share what um, I don't say. We're below or above that. Because that would be a mistake to share.
1: Okay. Why, why would you say that's a mistake?
0: It's a mistake because whatever number you put out there is at the same time too low and too high. I assume you've read um, Crossing the Chasm.
1: Yeah, Jeffrey Moore has been on the show many times. I know. Okay, so here's the thing.
0: It's when someone at a big company is influencing someone at a big company and can stop a sale or something and they see – wow, these guys are only bringing in, let's say 200,000 a month. They must be teetering on the brink of, of circling the drain.
1: Why would you assume, why would you assume that?
0: Well, because they're at a big company and all they know is big companies and they think, wait a minute, their revenue, not profit, but their gross revenue is a measly, whatever, whatever the number is, is what I'm saying. So I think
1: you're inside. Can I just be on, I think you're inside your own head here. I think this is you totally. Pro- I think this is you totally projecting. You, for whatever reason, feel like your revenue is embarrassing, and I would argue it's probably not. You've convinced yourself it is, but it's not because it's there's not many nice. people at big companies that look at companies that are only doing ten thousand a month in revenue. But guess what? The month before they were doing a thousand a month in revenue, and so the growth is incredible and the team is talented, so they buy the company.
0: Well, we've actually no, we've had experiences actually speaking with people where they're considering buying. Um, we don't have seats in our product. So they're going to pay for many subscriptions. Yeah. So they need 40 subscriptions. And so they might be looking at $20,000 and what they want to know. There are other things that come up, for example, Oh, wait a minute. You're not a U.S. based corporation. See, they don't, they're never going to sue us. They don't plan to sue us. They're not interested in that. They want to know that they could easily, And
1: it's so sorry. Again, I just I just think you're maybe this is already public. You can see on the Chrome page that you're not a U.S. company and you can see on Indie Hackers you publish twenty six hundred dollars a month in revenue.
0: For that one thing and for very short term. It was very brief period. Okay, But like you
1: either you either at your core believe you should share revenue or you don't or you believe you should disclose your U.S. or not. You've already broken two of your own rules because that's how I found you.
0: But like I say, it's only for very a brief period that I shared that and on something that's really complex, the package. So remember how I said that a, a number, whatever the, let's say it's 10,000 MRR, that number is both too high and too low at the same time. So for some companies, they're going to say... I can't trust these people. Tiny team. And that's all they're doing in, in money. They might go out of business. I would hate to be the guy who made the decision to pay for this. And then they go out of business. Okay. It's like a black mark against me, but that same, let's say it's 10,000. Let's say what's something that you could consider a, a, in some cases, a small number to somebody in Bangladesh. She's working six days a week and for less than a thousand dollars a month. Considerably less, you'd be surprised, less than a thousand dollars a month full t- with her degree full time. And she's thinking, I can't like match everything these guys do, but I'm shrewd enough to figure out what's the gem at the center of right, whatever, you know, of somebody's product. And I'm just going to do that. And I'm going to offer it for half the price. And if it doesn't work out, blow it out on AppSumo, you know, and. From their perspective, this is a, a thing to do, and I would not encourage competitors, and I also would not um, dissuade those who they would like what they get when they pay for it, and we're not about to go out of business. They're not going to look at that we're eight and a half years in continuous development. They're also not going to look at the difference between self-funded and externally funded and how we don't have a monkey on our back. We have an infinite runway, you know? Um, But I think I've taken too much of your time. I wouldn't be sensitive.
1: No, I mean, I I just, I think what I would say is it's it's a mixed message. You already put a price, like you put 26, it is up right now. Anyone can go view it. So like if you believed what you were saying, you wouldn't have that up anywhere. Uh, So that's all I'm trying to back into. Um, I I think regardless though, the model you've built is interesting in terms of usage-based um, you've, you, it sounds like you've got some arbitrage on your human capital, which is great. You can build a lot of stuff, a lot of value very quickly. Um, and it sounds like, again, you, you, you've done, you're in this for the long haul. You're self-funded, so you don't have to answer to anybody else, which is great. Uh, let's wrap up here, Saul, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
0: Marketing to Mind States, William Leach. I keep going back to that. Um, there's others, Propaganda, uh, on PR, Um, but, but that, um, Marketing to mind
1: states. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
0: Uh, yeah. Douglas Saylor. He's has a a hybrid, um, method for producing dental and medical, uh, appliances.
1: Number three, what's your your favorite online tool for building your company? Asana. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? six okay and so what's your situation married single kids uh we're married like
0: 22 23 years Congrats. Um, nah, i consider i'm an optimist so i consider her my first wife um i'm doing 20 to life with the how chance many,
1: how many kids? No kids, no kids. kids no kids okay no kids and how old are you 53. all right last question take us home what do you wish your 20 year old self knew
0: whatever you do, whatever you have to, to get out of trading your time for money. Um, so So, now I love love SaaS SaaS. because people pay us for product rather than service.
1: Yep. Guys, there you have it. Right. Kit, social media marketing automation tools been at it for five, six, seven, eight years now. Got a team of five totally bootstrapped. They can do whatever they want, vote whatever they want growing nicely. Saul, thanks for taking us to the top.
0: Thank you.